We're talking madness. You want to talk complete madness? Moran Chevrolet has mad deals going on right now. You can get a 2024 Silverado, only $359 a month. That's a 24-month lease, $999 down. And Silverado's perfect for hauling whatever you need, whether that's work or those spring projects that always add up. Moran has shipments arriving daily. That means they're going to have the vehicle you're looking for. Score your best deal. It's MoranExpress.com or on Gratiot, north of 15 Mile in Clinton Township. Moran Chevrolet, where you always get the best price, period. Chevrolet, together, let's drive. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess too, but now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. All right, settle in. We're back at it. Monday recap. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa sitting across from Mike Valenti. Hi. Scowl on his face. Hi. Hi, how you doing? Super. Swell. We are (laughs) taping this. Just a heads up for people. Sunday night. This is one of the deals where my schedule is causing us inconvenience. It's not your fault. You're on middays tomorrow. It's Sunday. We should be doing these Sunday night once once this pod really, really gets going year two. I'm in. It's not you. It's me. We don't have a Sunday night play tonight. We don't have a Monday night play. So we get to look at our records for what they are. Oh, I know. Everything was going so... Uh, just go ahead. No, you you wanted to you wanted to play less games in the NFL this week. I did. You went one and four. Yeah, yeah. And it should be one and three, but you forced me to put something on there. Well, I, and then I went two and four, and I went behind your back and added the Chargers Why are you going to bury the lead? I had a good Saturday. Bust my balls. I had a good <laughs> Saturday. This guy. I'm just saying... It's another non-suck week for me in college. I'm not saying they're great, but I had a good week. I, NFL's on my mind. Okay, here's the deal. You went four and three in college, one and four in the NFL. Thank you, Kansas State. I went two and four in both. You had a terrible weekend. Awful. I and, I, and I was five and two in both a week ago. Welcome back down to reality. Yeah. Um, How I you feeling? I am still reeling. Uh, from Kansas State. That was the worst of the weekend. Can I take a minute to be Captain Poopy Pants and we move on? Yeah, go ahead. Like, it's one thing. I am officially the quarterback killer. If I bet on your team. These poor kids. If I bet on your team, specifically on a Saturday, I want you to know your quarterback's dead. You putting a hit on these guys? Like, what the hell's going on? How do you explain Kansas State? This is the eighth. (laughs) Not that I'm counting. The eighth bet. That I have lost the starting quarterback on a college football Saturday. But wait, there's more. Yeah. Second place is the steak knives. I didn't lose just one starter in Adrian Martinez, who, what the fuck was that? You want to tell me he didn't enter the game hurt and they hit it? Because that's what it sure looked like to me. Oh, uh, yep. And then I had to listen to Tim Brando, seven bourbons deep. Oh, golly, howdy. And it's like, Tim, we all know, all right? They <laughs> fucked us all. But not only did I lose that, not that only. Tim sounds. <laughs> I, I wanted to put a bullet in the TV. It was very annoying. Not only did I lose Adrian Martinez, the backup comes in, Howard, Timmy Howard, or whatever his name Joe is. Joe Montana. Plays great. Yeah. We're up 28 to 10. Sitting good. We're good. Birthday weekend, good. Birthday food, also good. You showed me the spread. It Birthday great. bets, 
also good. Right, winning Saturday. Five and two on the horizon. But wait, there's more. Because then Bobby Howard gets hurt. Now I'm down to the third string kid. Ask me who the third string quarterback is Mike, on Kansas State. Mike, who's the third string kid on Kansas State? I don't fucking know. He's throwing a football. And he comes in the game. Here's the best part. Yep. All I said, Jim, just hand it off to Deuce Vaughn. Just hand it off three times. Protect this kid. Let's get him in the game. What does Garrett Riley do? Or not, not Garrett Riley. Uh, Numbnuts. Uh, Lineman. No, no, no. The, the OC for K-State. The OC for K-State. Klein. Yes. Yes, the former quarterback, Colin yeah, Klein. Yeah, I wish he could have put a mustache on and played the rest of the game or something. <laughs> they, they throw the ball. First he play. takes a deep shot, and I'm telling you, I could bounce a football off one of my dog's cocks, and it would have come back to me with more velocity than Johnny Shoopley or whatever his name is threw it with. We go That's from, not correct. Because it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> bulldogs are also phallically <laughs> <No>. challenged. <laughs> There's not a lot to bounce I also it don't think of. that's his name, but it doesn't matter. It should no, it's Shoopley because then my wife, she's like more like Poopley, and I'm like, I must have flashed a look, and I went, "You're not helping," and she goes, "My bad." I because she was poor spouses. She 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 was reading a book, and I'm watching this shit. I go up from 28-10 to losing 38-28, and here's the best part. Howard mystically comes back in the game to throw not one, but two interceptions <laughs> instead of helping us with a backdoor cover. I laugh. I was on it, too. That's all? The, the guy's name is Rubly. Rubly, Shoopley, Pooply. Shoot me. That it was awful. <laughs> one pass, one pick. They got him out of the game, and the meltdown was on. That's all. Uh, it's fine. No, that I, was the worst of the weekend. It's fine. It's, w- it's worst fine. of the weekend. No, the worst was my Niners pick that I loved. That's all. I don't even want to go into the gritty details. So let's do the the. What does this say about you? What does it say about me? No, I know more, I got to talk about Jimbo Fisher. I was going to say a c- couple more storylines, then we'll get into who the game said more about. What's his name? One more time. I already no, I want to remember him. Okay, he's my special project. Jake Rubley. Jake Rubley. And you know what? I understand. He's a true freshman. He's the battle axe or the fire extinguisher under lock and key, and you break it in case case of emergency. I get it. I don't give a shit. Next, Jimbo Fisher. We didn't even talk about the game. They go into South Carolina, lose. They now have a losing record. What's his contract again? Fully, How much money they owe that man? I believe fully guaranteed to the tune of like $85 million. The amount of the money. The buyout is like $80 million. Well, the amount of money that they're paying him and the players, you got to have better results than this. They were a top 10 team preseason. He's got the same results as Kevin Sumlin. Same point in their career. I'm a loser. I look this up, people. So what happens? We get some of that oil money and he gets fired? I mean, he's coming back next year? How does this play out? Well, here's your thing. If you look at Jimbo's contract, all right, so here's your buyout. Now, base salary is whatever, but they they approved the four-year extension September 21st of last year, Mm -hmm. so September of 21. It began this year with a $9 million base, which increases every year through 2031. But are you ready? Here's your buyout if you want to say Happy New Year in College Station to Jimbo Fisher. January 1st of this year, $85.95 million. He's not going anywhere. Want to buy him out January 1st of 24? $76.8 million. He's not going anywhere. Want to buy him out? Tell me when you can get enough oil money to buy this guy out. January of 25. What a value. 67.5. Well, at that point, this 
Great recruiting class will be juniors. January 1 of 26, 58.2 million if you want to buy him out. Seniors, great. You have to get, honestly. If will he make it to their graduation ceremony, this class that he just brought no, in? No, here's the point I want to make. You're entering arguably what's going to be, A, a case study in this being the single worst deal ever signed, B, the strangest situation that we've ever seen a coach in because he has a deal no one else has. He's in a place where the results aren't just not living up. He He's going to go out and lose four or five games a year, basically. That's what he is at A&M. And, Jim, there's no clear path to oil money buying this guy out. I mean, what, what do you say, 2027 when you got to stroke a check for 48.7? Like, wait, when does it become something? You can't be—there is no way in H-E-L-L hell— you're signing a check for 85.9 or 76.8 or even 67.5. So, I mean, Jim, he can't recruit quarterbacks. All his quarterbacks suck. He recruited Calzada. Calzada sucked and transferred. He recruited Haynes King. He brought in Max Johnson. These are his players. What are you going to do? The only success he's ever had in college, that magic season with Jameis Winston, who won the Heisman. How much of Jimbo's success is Jameis' success? It feels like a lot. A, a lot of it. The one thing I always have to tell myself, though, like, I never thought that Auburn and their boosters would put together 21.4 to get rid of Gus Malzahn in a pandemic mm-hmm. in 2020. But remember this quote, because no one knows more. Paul Feinbaum said it. Quote, these guys don't fool around. 90 million buyout, that doesn't phase these guys. Close quote. That was at the beginning of this month. Think about Nebraska. They didn't want to wait two weeks to save millions of dollars. Yeah, it, Frost it's just a was, different level. Frost was 15, and if they had waited a couple of weeks— Seven or eight? Like 7.5. Yeah. You're right. It goes down by 50%. And they were so. like, screw it. We're not waiting two weeks. No, it, it's it's a lot of money, but it's monopoly money to these people. It, 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 it is. I just—I had to bring it up because there's really no situation like it, and I don't know the end point. I don't know how this changes or how it gets better. Last thing before we talk about what the games, you know, who, who does the game say more about from this weekend? We'll do some look ahead lines. C- can I just, did you not understand mm. what the Costa lock was when we brought this thing out, dusted it off, all reliable? Because I think everybody else listening picked up on it. This is the thing you fade no matter what. This yeah. is the thing that's never right. It's pure, concentrated poison. Mm-hmm. And you have gone cowabunga. Each of the last two weeks, it's 0-2 since it's yep. returned. It's going to lose again this week. Yep. Can you can you just let that be my cross to bear? I'm trying yep. to put all the negative energy into one pick, and you just keep charging into it with me. That'd be, that's called friendship. And I, I, I mean, I don't like you very much right now, and your Clemson selection was complete horseshit. No, which but no, no. was worse no. than the selection of Coastal Carolina. No, the Coastal one, fine. Clemson had four turnovers. They haven't been minus in the turnover margin in years. Yep. And then what they happened? Four turnovers. And then <laughs> you showed up right on their doorstep with a little flyer. Hi, good sir. Welcome to the neighborhood. I clean up leaves. Clemson should absolutely have won that yeah, game. They did. No problem covering the number. And then I showed up and I, I ruined everything. I just refuse to leave you. You know, I kind of view it like you're Jack at the end of Titanic. You're freezing in the water and I'm Rose up on that board. 
And like, what kind of friend am I? Like, she should die in a fire. I mean, what a horrible human to let Jack freeze like that. There was plenty of room on that board. So Listen I, for Titanic takes. I offer my hand to you and I go, no, Jack, or in this case, Jim, mm-hmm. get up here, buddy. Don't freeze alone. Don't die alone on your dog shit picks. Come up here with me. Okay. And what do you do? You go, just kidding, and you capsize my little board. You're getting one more shot. Well, because I, guess what? If you don't think I'm back on the Costa lock this week, you're wrong. Okay. I just don't respect my own money, apparently. I, I, Costa I, lock this week, what is it? I, I'm not telling you yet. You're going to wait till later in the week. Doesn't fucking matter. I'm in. Okay. I'm in. Because I'm not going to leave you alone because everyone else is going to fade you. Okay. And partially, I got to be honest, I don't think there's any way you can just keep losing every single lock. week. It's not possible. <laughs> it shouldn't be. It's not possible. It's, the casinos are shuddering. Stop doing this. Even if I have to bet a singular U.S. dollar, I, I can't. Jim, you're out here. You're in the streets. <laughs> Like, right, do you understand right now, as far as college football goes, pros were fine. You're yeah, going to have a bad yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Jim, Jim, we are men of struggle. We are men of strife. We are men of the streets. And I cannot leave a brother lying in the gutter. I can't do that to you. So I am going to sit here when we tape Thursday. And I'm going to listen. And you're going to have all these great numbers and stats and facts and figures and I don't care, let the world fade. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play this goddamn thing until it hits. The Costa Lock can't keep losing. It it's, can't. It's poetic. It's I, not I, possible. I appreciate that, buddy. Come on, man. All right, who does it say more about? We kind of already did this. Clemson, Syracuse. Who does the game say more about? Clemson. Clemson, I, I don't, I, I've never trusted them. Thought it was weird to bench DJ. You know, last week you're, you're doing DJ for Heisman. Then you bench him for Klubnik, even though you wouldn't play Klubnik early but in the season. But it's still DJ's job. And now it's DJ's our quarterback. Look, well, here's the deal. Clemson's going to get in, and I am going to bet an unholy, irresponsible amount of money on them when they go to the playoff because here's what's going to happen. They don't have the perimeter weapons. They don't have the secondary. And in a big spot, chips down, DJ showed his ass again. So – I just who's beating them in 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 the in the ACC? I don't think anyone, but I don't trust them. Clemson is who I thought they were, and this is the flaw of fourteen playoff. Mm-hmm. The reality is, if we had twelve teams getting in, I don't sweat Clemson making it. I think it said a ton about them. And I mean, look, and I'm they're going to take somebody's spot. That's your concern. Yeah, and I'm not disrespecting Dino Babers. I thought Syracuse came to play. Turnovers are a part of the game. You got to be opportunistic. You got to get lucky on a couple. But I don't think. Look, we thought Syracuse. Well, you thought, you thought they would go down and get blown out. They didn't. They played their asses off. No, they did. I mean, but talk about a 14-point swing. They're going into the end zone. DJ fumbles it. It's returned all the way the other way. And a game with a 13-point spread, you got a 14-point swing right away. No, I, I thought it said more about Clemson. Oregon-UCLA, that was the game of the weekend. Top yeah. 10 matchup. It didn't deliver. Oregon had no trouble with UCLA. Uh, we loved Oregon. Yeah, we got it right. I think it says more about the Ducks. It's 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 just crazy now that I look back at it. Like yesterday, like I loved. I thought we did a really good job with LSU Ole Miss, did a great job at Oregon. I felt great about these things. And like I stayed away from Texas. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this is good. This is good. I still walked away even though I won feeling like a loser. It's amazing. Um, who does it say more about? Kind of feel like it says more about UCLA having not left home. Okay having not played in front of, well, more than a few dozen human beings at the Rose Bowl, go on the road, face a real team, cut scene. 
Batman when Bane blows up the football field and everyone falls into Middle Earth. That's That, to me, is what it says. I'm not ready to tell you Oregon's amazing because, let's face it, homebow, roadbow. Oh, he was possessed. I know. He was amazing. It's why the legend of homebow Knicks is a thing. Maybe it does say more about UCLA's defense specifically because they couldn't get off the field in the second half. No. I just I keep looking at Oregon going, this offensive line's legit. They've given up one sack in seven games. Latu's a really good and pass you know rusher what? on the other side. You can laugh at me if you like, but it's the value. This is where college football gets it wrong. There's a value in them going to play Georgia and getting hammered and putting it on tape. It's a teaching moment. You find out what you are and you work back up from it. UCLA, who'd you play? You didn't leave home. See, all this bullshit where these schools don't leave home Mm -hmm. ever. Well, this is what happens. Hey, what's today's day? It's basically November and you haven't left home. Well, here you go. Welcome. It ain't so friendly, is it? So I think it's, look, and UCLA's been good to us, right? Yep. We Doesn't like, matter. Yep. It says more about them. Oklahoma State, Texas, who does it say more about? Oklahoma State <laughs> scores, was it 14 uh, unanswered in the fourth quarter? I got to tell you something, watching it, obviously I'm not a doctor. I don't think when you were shoulders right. You can't go like 16 for 50 the way he did. Jim, no pace on the ball, no zip, lots of lollipops, inaccurate, errant, all over. Don't tell me it was the Harvest Carnival. I don't know what that was. Something was wrong with Quinn Ewers because that was horrendous. And if you're Texas, it's on brand. I mean, let's face it. There there were ways they could have easily lost to Iowa State. They come into this game. They blow up in the first half, and what happens? Gundy schemes it up. They are able to then take away a lot of what Texas was doing. They are able to – they did a number on Quinn Ewers. And look – you got to give them credit. I, I may hate their guts. I may be tired of looking at them. I may not even think they're that good. But Spencer Sanders, the kid who can't really throw a ball over 10 yards, so they don't throw a ball over 10 yards. And they just keep coming at you. Um, I, I was shocked by the result. I, I think you're right. It says more about Oklahoma State. Yes. Um, Texas is just Texas. They're back. <laughs> They're back. I needed to see I, that image of them not closing the game out at TCU. Oklahoma State answered all that criticism. And they're still alive in a wide-open Big 12. They went home for the Harvest Carnival, for the Chili Cook-Off, for their alumni, and kept their season alive. It says more about them. LSU will Miss. Oh, it says more. I, about by the way, I owe you a sweatshirt, so let me know. I'm excited. No, that's good. Um, I think it says more about Ole Miss, complete fraud. Yep. It was my cap going into the game. I, You don't play anybody. You know I love Ole Miss, hotty toddy, and I, I I dig the whole damn thing. I like Lane. It's nothing personal. It's fake as hell. <clears throat> and they don't have a great passing game, and this is what happens. You go to Death Valley, and I'll tell you one thing. LSU took some adversity early. Battled. I, I don't like Jaden Daniels, but th- that team, maybe they're starting to put the pieces together. I mean, the Tennessee thing is where they could have gone really off track. Yep. Bounce back, beat Florida, come home, get this done here, bomb Ole Miss. Maybe they're starting to find their legs a little bit. Maybe. I don't want to get carried away. I'm There's just still saying. a team I'm not comfortable betting. I know. And you know what? You probably can't be because Daniels can just be... Both ends of the spectrum. All right, NFL, who does it say more about your G-men at 6-1? and one? Yeah, Giants. Or the Jags. No, it's, it's listen, man, I, I think it's Giants and Jets, if you don't mind me doing this. Yeah, I, I faded New York, and they hit me with a big apple pie right back in the face. 
both these teams are finding ways to win. I'm not telling you they're great. I don't even know if they're very good. But, Jim, look, the Giants are out here. They don't have their best players. They don't have the best receivers. They don't. Hell, they lost Evan Neal today to, I believe it's an MCL injury, and they find ways. They get it done. I mean, look, Jags have a good run D. Giants kept hammering away, hammering away. Saquon started to pop a few. Um, look, you, Dayball is finding ways to win, and Robert Sala deserves full marks. That Denver defense is elite, and Zach Wilson kind of stinks. So they play the game differently. I, I want your opinion. Were you mad when Salah kept taking three defensive game analytics? It's fourth and inches. I loved it. You got to know who you're playing. Okay, that's all I ask. Yeah, know the game. Know who's in the game. It's I a got backup QB. I got Pete Rippin on the other side of the field. <laughs> I got Nate Hackett scratching his ass. Come on, uh, Salah and Dayball are. This I, is what coaching is, Jim. No, it, it is. I just I don't think either of these teams are great. But they're both going to end up with really good records, right? I mean, the Giants at 6-1, and one, even if they end up with a couple clunkers, I mean, they have one of the best records in the NFC. It's, it's the only the Eagles are better than them. So, I, I don't know. I don't think they're that good. It's not but about But they that. just keep winning. All I'm saying is what it showed me is that these two teams went on the road, essentially in big trap spots, yeah. in tight games, found ways to win. It matters. Chargers, Seahawks, what does it say more about? I got to tell you. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because 
of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Watching this Charger offense, does Seattle have a good defense or are the Chargers bad offensively? No, the Chargers are bad. Okay. And I mean, and they're missing pieces and all that. But, here- but Keenan Allen was back. I know. I know. Eckler is healthy. Mike Williams is playing. Herbert is supposed to be one of the five best quarterbacks in the sport. So you know what I'm It's in top ten if I'm being generous. What's going on? I kind of think I kind of think Staley sucks. <laughs> Seriously. You know what the Chargers are? The Chargers are like a fantasy football team where it's all names, but you're still in last place. And you go, every week I line these guys up and they don't score any points. Jim, at a certain point, it's just who you are. Talent-wise, they got the pieces. Now, today, I know J.C. Jackson looks like he's done for a century, and I don't know, Jim. I just I, – I can't do it with him anymore. I told you it was Seattle or pass in no, that game. I, I can't do and it and with I'm the I'm sorry Chargers. for stabbing you the back, but it just kept sitting in my head. If we're not betting Seattle, maybe we should be taking Herbert with nobody betting on him. Yeah. You get a franchise quarterback at home giving up less than a touchdown with nobody betting on him. I thought – It's funny. I saw the emergency thing hit my phone. And I go, what is this kid doing? I go, oh, Jim. Oh, no. And that's fine. It's your prerogative. I told you it was a number thing for me. It was just, I liked it at six and a half. And then by the time we cut the pod, you're sitting in that weird middle zone. And I'm like, all right, look, it's also the highest public dog probably. I think it did end up going off highest public dog. Mm -hmm. And we were like, "Eh, I'm going to pass. And they just rocked them. And I, Metcalf also got hurt, too. Yeah, and, and yet they're 4-3, and three, best record in the NFC West. I don't think they're the best team in the NFC West. I think it says more about the Chargers. Okay. Last one, Niners-Chiefs. Who's to say more about? I have to watch my tongue here because the wounds are not healed. This is fresh. We're recording Sunday night, and I was—I love the Niners this week. It was my favorite play. I got to tell you something. I think—work with me on this. I As impressive— as what the Chiefs did after falling down 10 nothing and that building about to collapse. I think this is a stark reminder of Jimmy Garoppolo. In a big spot, elite opponent, he throws the pick in the end zone. He's got the spatial awareness of a brick, took a couple of bad sacks, took the safety. And the reality is, if he doesn't get it his way... He ain't leading you back, and you texted me something, and it it stuck with me Mm -hmm. as I was angrily driving to the studio tonight. And I absolutely, somebody was trying to get exit off one of the splits, and I didn't let him over, and I cruised right by. You're a— Oh, I was a dick here. I I was an absolute bastard. I'm I'm not happy. Um, You said, I can't bet Garoppolo down two touchdowns. Because FanDuel was offering, I think it was plus 360 live, which is just a behemoth number. Right, home team. And Jim and I will always send things back and forth and go, hey, what do you think? Maybe, yes, no. And it's no way more often than not. The point is, you're right. Like, this team has everything to win a Super Bowl, except Jimmy Garoppolo is still the, the best of the worst QB, he's still that guy. Well, and that's what makes the CMC thing so interesting. Like, it's football porn, the idea that he's going to play in Kyle Shanahan's offense. Right. But he doesn't make them significantly better where they're weakest, when they're trailing. He's great if it's a close game or they have a lead. And you can run him, you can dump it off to him, you can get him creatively running after catch. But when you're down a touchdown, two scores, two full touchdowns, Yeah. I don't think CMC puts them over the top the way that they'd hope. Here's the other thing. Not to get too geeky, but, you know, we're wrapping football. 
I think it's a reminder. You just can't run zone against the Chiefs or Bills and think you're going to go to a Super Bowl and beat them. I mean, you look at some of the third downs the Chiefs were, were converting. That's one thing. But, I mean, Mahomes and Josh Allen are who you have to beat. Yep. You get to the Super Bowl, I, I give you minus 500 odds. One of Mahomes or, or Allen's going to be there. And this Niner defense with D'Amico Ryans, and look, I'm not trying to take a shot at D'Amico Ryans, but front four gets home about 41% of rushes. They don't blitz. They play this zone, and you're like, that may work against 99% of quarterbacks, but let me show you the couple that it ain't going to work against. And Mahomes and Allen are those guys. I think their biggest issue is their corners. They don't have any special corners. And you can drop more guys in coverage with that front, and I still think the Niners are one of the better defenses in the NFL. But in this league, when you get to the later rounds of the playoffs, you got to go score for score with somebody. And the Niners blew a 10-point lead at home today. And once the game picked up and the tempo was there and it turned into a bit of a track meet, CMC or not, they can't keep up. And unless they convert him to a corner... I don't think they have a chance to keep up with the best of the best. Uh, that was the also NFL. a lovely text you had hit me with. In the, it was right after one of those like third and 16s that, that Mahomes uh, just dude, threads they, down the I field. I think there was a third and 20. They ran a screen pass to McKinnon, to McKinnon. And you're yeah. like, guys, you're not blitzing, so the screen shouldn't work. No. What are you doing? And Get then there six was or a, seven. That should be it. third and 11, and Mahomes goes 57 down the field to shoot Smith-Schuster. Yeah, well, they were all getting involved. Yeah. It's just, look, I think it's a stark reminder the Niners are just a cut below. Yep. It's reality. Even after the CMC trade. And I love teams going for it, but it didn't make them better where they need to be. Yep. Look at headlines. Start with college. Okay. Uh, let's start with Ohio State, number two, the line time of taping Sunday <laughs> night. They are 15 and a half point favorites at Penn State. <laughs> One part of me just says, YOLO, Ohio State laid the number. I mean, what they did to Iowa was unbelievable. I mean, 17 turnovers, you put up 58 million points. You're just like, okay. But, like, Penn, if this was a whiteout, I would walk right into this and I would take Penn State. This is a big noon kickoff. Yep. I was rooting for you because you had Penn State. I stayed away from Minnesota. They no did Tanner bounce Morgan, back. And they did. Here's the problem. I still think they stink. I think Ohio State – I just, you know my aversion to laying big points, much less big points on the road. But my God. So we took very different things out of that Ohio State game this weekend. Ohio State could not run the ball. They struggled on third down. Right. Yeah, they put up a bunch of points late in in just mop-up duty. Sure. But I didn't see an offense that was rolling or clicking until the game was out of reach. I, I, I agree. And, I just, and, and hold on. And you made the point earlier, and I agreed with it. These teams that don't go anywhere and don't play anybody, Ohio State's left the state one time. It was to play your Spartans, and we both know what that matchup is. Relax. That so, was nothing more than calisthenics for them. I'm okay? not trying to pile on. My point is this is their first true road environment. I lean early in the week. We'll get to it on uh, Thursday. Yeah. I lean Penn State at home. Yeah, this is the type of game I just don't even touch. I, I, I think, too, Jim, we, we, we put Ohio State on this pedestal offensively, where if it all just doesn't work all the time, we go, what's wrong? Well, they settle for three red zone field goals, yep. four for the game. And, okay, but you fine. are what, aware that is what Iowa does to you. Right. But they also had a dumb interception from C.J. Stroud. They had a couple fumbles, one that they lost. To me, they did not look like this offensive and juggernaut. Nothing, nothing. I just, I'm asking. I'm not okay. accusing. None of this is filed under look-ahead spot. 
I don't you, think so. You go in favored by 30, I mean, and they, you got Penn State next week. No I, no look-ahead vibes listen, there? Listen, if you want to say they were rusty out of their bye and it's a look-ahead, fine. I tend to think Ohio State is a very good team. They're in the national title tier, but I wasn't impressed. Give me a few days on okay. this. I want Marinate. a few days because I'll tell you, A, I never walk away impressed with Penn State, and B, I still have – you know, recency bias from what Michigan did to them. Okay. And I think if they line up and they want to run it and commit to running it. No, but that's the deal. Ohio State doesn't do that anymore. That was Urban Meyer's Ohio State. Ryan Day is a finesse program. Then tell the Bonville. No, they've been more physical this year. Now, come on. That's not fair. Really? Because at one point in that game, it was 22 carries for 33 yards. Great. You're taking a one-game sample size. I'll take my chances for how they battered Notre Dame in the opener. They... Late they ran the ball. Because but it Ryan was, Day's it was, ego yes, got put in check. Yes, it's reluctantly ran the ball. Ryan Day, that's the biggest difference between him and Do Urban me a Meyer. Favor. Put in the 15 and a half now. Make it your Costa lock. No, no, no. And leave me alone. We will see. We will see. Stay in the Big Ten. Michigan State plus 21 and a half at Michigan. Got a read? I do you want the historical read on what the series is, or do you want my read on the team? So here's the problem. There's no bye week advantage. Both teams are on bye. Series-wise, these games are usually close. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not even using the whole MSU's 10-4 and four the last 14. It's irrelevant. Different coaches, different players. I'm making a point that throughout history, this series, no, don't throw the records out, but I'm saying from a point spread standpoint, look, Michigan was favored by 30 in 1990. They got beat. They were favored by 20 in 95. They got beat. You know, they were favored by, I think, two touchdowns in 01. They got beat. They're favored every year they play State, and State does a good job. Now, look, if you want to go recent, Harbaugh's been a big favorite a couple of times, has not covered. At 21 and a half is a massive number the last time it was this big. COVID alert, COVID alert. If you count this, great. If you don't, also great. I'm not offended. I don't give a rat's ass. MSU was 23 and a half point favorites. They went into Ann Arbor and beat Michigan. Now let's come to reality. I think this Michigan team is rare, and what I mean by that is, unlike most other Michigan teams in my lifetime, this team's for real. I think they're the goods, and I think they have no interest in taking their foot off the gas. I think Harbaugh will absolutely twist the knife if given the opportunity. Yes, State was better. Ready? Graham Mertz, calm down. We're getting our players back. We're getting healthy. Slade, Xavier Henderson, whatever. I got to be honest with you, Jim. Vegas is great at doing this. Yeah. That's a ton of points. I don't want to take it. I'd actually lean, laying the points. I think Harbaugh wants to make a statement here. Okay. You're not locking anything until later in the week. So Hell it's fine. no. So, so it's fine. And I'm being straight up with you. I really just don't, man, I've got so much to do with this game this week, but 20 hours of radio, we got an event to do. Yeah. I've come to hate this game. <sighs> You think I want to now lose money on it to hate it more? Come on. Real quick, my thoughts on it. The X's and O's. Michigan, non-negotiable, wins at the point of attack on the offensive line. What's Michigan State's counter? Because they're not winning one-on-one against one of the best offensive lines. You can stack the box and put your already patchwork secondary at a deficit, or 
you can get your lunch handed to you for four quarters. I think that's something, whether you yeah, got you two weeks to box. prepare. Well, yeah, okay, but even box. with two weeks, three weeks to prepare, I don't know that you have an answer there. And then the other side of the ball, Michigan State hasn't run it against anybody. Yeah, no, no, They're, no, no, they're going to be part. at a disadvantage there. Michigan's able to pin their ears Jim, back. This is the worst offensive line of my life as far as MSU goes. So Defensively, I don't know how though, you fix being worse in the trenches over two weeks. Yeah, but here's the thing. you got to remember, Jacob Slade finally got back last week. That's an all-Big Ten caliber D tackle. Mallory has two weeks to get healthy. He's been hurt all year. And they swapped out their linebackers. Jacoby Winman's not playing the end anymore. He's at backer. Aaron Brule, the Mississippi State transfer. I actually think State could hold up all right against the run. Hey, remember, they weren't supposed to be able to do it last year. They did. But they got no answers offensively. None. We can't block it. We can't run it. A Peyton Thorne's going to be playing 500 and praying. I, Jim, it's why I can't bet him. But I, 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 you got to load the box. You got to make JJ throw it over the top. That to me is your recipe. Okay, one more college, and then we'll do some NFL lookaheads. Kentucky, Tennessee, Kentucky plus twelve and a half at Tennessee. Any read? Does that, does that sound like where the line should be? Sounds right. Okay. I mean, Kentucky will be physical. They'll pound it. I mean, Chris Rodriguez is a bowling ball. But look, man, you know, I kind of view it like Tennessee. Yeah, they played UT Martin. They didn't fall asleep. They put up 65. The issue is who they got next week. Oh, is it a look-ahead spot? I think this might be the look-ahead. Because they got Georgia next week. If they're playing Georgia next week, I tell you right now, I go to the other side. Yeah, they do have Georgia. Yeah, see, I, I that okay. that gives me pause there. So maybe it's when we don't play. It'll be definitely be on the board. Very careful, but that that would be a lean to Tennessee. I mean, uh, to Kentucky, excuse okay. me. NFL, three games, yeah. just looking ahead. Giants, plus two and a half at Seattle. Two teams that just continue to find ways to win. Yeah, but I faded the Giants this week, and look what they did, but... Look, They're man. undefeated as a dog this year, 5-0. and oh. I know they are. Seattle's one of the few home field. Seattle's like Arrowhead to me. You just don't pick teams going in there, really, unless it's like Buffalo. Um, need to see the status of DK Metcalf. He left the game today. Uh, that could be a big blow for them. Giants-wise, hey, what's the status of Evan Neal? What's the status of, oh, I don't know, any wide receiver they have? I, I need to see the injury report on this before I would do anything, and I think this number is going to change. I think by the time we tape this NFL pod, you might see this thing in a pickup. Close, yeah, I could see it. So let let me wait and see on that one. I I know there's one on here I do like, and it's the Niners. Niners. I want to go right back to the well. Minus one and a half at the Rams. They own the Rams, but the Rams have two weeks to prepare, and it's a home game. Yeah, but I don't think it matters. The Rams are broken. Yeah. Look, I view the Rams like the Bucks and the Packers. You know, we had Commanders today, and I mean, look, the Packers look awful, but. Here, do this for me. Why don't you pair up both these teams and tell me, kind of like, would you, which of these, if I put a gun to your head, I said, you must bet one of these teams. Ready? Mm-hmm. You got to bet the Rams getting two or the Bucks getting a point and a half at home against the Ravens. Which of those two do you take? <laughs> I like I'll the, tell you right now, I want to bet Niners and Ravens too. early in the week. No, I want to bet Niners too, especially under a field goal. The matchup is the matchup for a reason. They can get to Stafford without blitzing Bosa's back, and I know they didn't get enough pressure on Kansas City, but it's a much better matchup playing at the Rams. The, the Niners travel well for that game too, by the way, yeah. so it's not like this, this giant home field advantage for the Los Angeles My team. problem is I'm going to walk into it Thursday night. I guarantee you to Ravens, every, Mother Earth, 
will be on the Ravens Thursday. And I didn't love their performance against the Browns today. But but it's the Bucs. And it's Brady. Listen, you guys can laugh and go, there's no way you can prove it. And you're right. Real life has caught up to this guy. Life is in tatters. He's not compartmentalizing. And it shows. You go out and lose to the Carolina Panthers and to P.J. Walker, no McCaffrey, Robbie Anderson got sent out in a postage box. Mm-hmm. Buddy, Ravens are going to come to town. I hate Lamar, and I don't like that team. I'm going to walk right into this Thursday night, I think. I'm I think going it's Ravens. Ra- Ravens are pass. Yeah. And we'll drop an episode probably the day before day of whatever it ends That's up That's fine. But, yeah, early, if you're asking me for two games I like, I would take the Niners, and I would take the Ravens. I feel the same way. You see what Sunday night is? What? Packers plus 10.5 at the Bills. Think, of, oh. think about it. Think about it. I, just file it away. I don't want to do the whole show today. That's so many points. It's so many points, and we're so down on the Packers, but that's so many points. The, I'm going to tell you that this is going to require an iron will. Like, you, you will have to just plug your nose and have someone else hit the button on your phone or laptop to bet it. Jim, that is so many points. Can the Packers really be this bad? Because they're not just not covering. They're outright losing. Three straight. And the Bills have two weeks to prepare playing at that place. That game's in Orchard Lake. Yep. That's why it's ten and a half. Bills Mafia might throw Aaron Rodgers through a table. (laughs) Oh, no, dude. Think about it. I am. You know what I'm thinking about? That if there's one team on planet Earth I would ever possibly consider it. Oh, my God. No. You got to take the 10 and a half. I mean, do you know what the look ahead for this game was? What? Just to show you how different the market is. Yeah. This was Bills minus three. You got to take the 10 and a half. The look ahead was minus three. That's an overreaction. 10 and a half. That's an overreaction, right? I'm glad I don't know. Listen, I told you I needed time. It's going to move. On Penn State, Ohio State. You got to give me a few days on this one. Okay. Packers, Bills, look out. Anything else you want to cover? And then you can go and enjoy the rest of your Sunday night. Just want to know who's shitting the birthday cake. That's all I want. <laughs> how, could, Mike. how could Kansas State do it to me? Bobby Shoopley, how could you shit in my cake? <laughs> we got to get Jake Rubley on this podcast. Whatever. <laughs> God damn it. It's Cash the Ticket. Leave oh, reviews. Yes. We love the reviews. We're almost 1,500, and I will say this, all smarm aside, the reviews matter because you guys get it. You're getting what we're trying to do here. This isn't about selling a product to you or a system. Call my 1-800. I'll fuck your book. No, no. On a recorded line. No. We're two guys trying to survive. We are men of struggle. We are men of strife. We are making our way. We're trying to have fun. Keep it entertaining. There's the key. Your reviews are showing you get what we're doing. You get it. This is about entertainment. You know we're going to put the work in, and guess what's going to happen? This shit's going to hit the fan every weekend because that's what sports betting is. Yep. That's why Mr. FanDuel lives in a fancy house. So just thank you for understanding what it is we are doing. We will be with you Thursday. I am holding Jim's hand. I don't care if I have to come to that side of the table. Costa lock? I don't even know what it is. I'm already betting it. I'm already betting it. We're holding hands like one of these one of these churches. He still doesn't get it. I want to do a trust fall with you Thursday. <laughs> Can we do that? I'm gonna I want to trust fall into your arms. 
and I'm betting the cost a lot. Evan, the video is going to be amazing on this. <laughs> I, want, I want a trust fall with a paper bag on my head right into your. <laughs> That's cash the ticket. I'm out of here. Happy birthday to me. I'll talk to you guys. At, uh, whatever. What is this coming out tomorrow afternoon, right? Yeah, it should be superb. You'll have already heard the afternoon show. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll talk to you guys on Thursday.